Well, welcome to another edition of Brews and Cruise. I am your host, Chris Jacobson, and I am here. And you might be wondering to yourself, where the heck is your guest? Well, today I am doing a me, myself, and I, where I'm going to discuss just who in the heck I am. But before I do so, I have uh, gotten a Nice, one of my favorite beers out there, uh, IPA. As you can see in front of me, if you're watching, for those on YouTube, you'll notice it is called Aurora Haze, and it is by Castle Danger. So, first thing I'm going to do, crack it. Ah, yes, that's the sound of a, of a beer being cracked, and hopefully a good one for those of you who may be taking up any advice that I am giving out, possibly on different types of beers that I am drinking. But if you know by now, I am an IPA fan. So this is Castle Danger. If you don't know much about Castle Danger, they are from uh, up into the north area, up on the north shore, called a uh, town called Two Harbors. And um, the reason I chose this is actually kind of a, a reason because my wife and I on one of our trips that we went up and met her friend, where she lives somewhat near this brewery, uh, we stopped there, and it was a beautiful, beautiful brewery. I mean, right on Lake Superior, just awesome. And I found this one. This one came out actually after we had ever been there. Um, so I like this one. I discovered this at a craft beer tour. Some of you probably heard through the last previous episodes that we have a beer tour in town and i think they have them in many many different places but in winona we have one every june it's usually the last saturday in june so it's usually a hot day out there <laughs> but no better way to quench your thirst than from some good beers with a little bit of water obviously so first thing i'm gonna do i'm gonna taste it which i already know what it tastes like but cheers to my audience That one, that's a good one. Now, when it comes to this beer, the reason I like it is because, in my opinion, it tastes a little bit like a hazy IPA, kind of a summery one, and we've discussed that a little bit on previous episodes, but it also has, in my opinion, again, a little bit of the original IPA taste you're looking for. So, to me, it's a little bit of the best of both worlds. Um, not exactly what I would consider a summery beer, but uh, I happen to love it. And actually my brother-in-law does as well. Him and I have uh, enjoyed having one or two before. And he actually uh, was just on the podcast a couple weeks ago, as you may have watched. I believe it was episode number five. So him and I, we enjoy this too. But what this is, is actually called a New England IPA. So for those who are out there, if you're wondering, ah, what's the difference? Well, there's a lot of different IPAs out there. Some are way more hoppy than others, and some of them have more of a juicy flavor. And of those, the summery ones, I would consider probably more of that juicy, hazy IPA style. Um, but this one does have a little bit of the pineapple, mango, passion, fruit, uh, aromas, and taste in it. But uh, I like it. And Aurora Haze, well, if anybody knows what that is, we definitely know that in the north, also known as the Northern Lights, hence the reason what the box looks like. So if you're ever up in the North Shore area in a town called Two Harbors, which is just north of Duluth, 
So you're really not that far away. A lot of people in our area, they go to Duluth all the time. Um, I've only been there once, and this was that one time. So we stopped at Castle Danger because one of their most popular beers that they have is their uh, cream ale. And it's in like a gold can. And that one's probably their staple beer, if I had to say so, because I see it everywhere. So if you ever go in and you see a Castle Danger, which is that circle, if you're watching, you can see it's got that gold circle, says Castle Danger on top, brewery across the bottom, and it's got some artwork right in the middle of, looks like clouds, water, waves. Well, that's because it's right on Lake Superior, so I assume that's why. But every single one of their graphics, you may call it, uh, those are always, it looks like to me, hand-painted or drawn or whatever it might be. So this is the one I chose today because, for one, I like it. And for two, my wife and I, when we were dating, we went up there and we experienced it firsthand, and it was very lovely. I mean, during that time, we also went down to Duluth as well, and we tried about four different ones there. Some of those ones um, are Ben Paddle. Um, they also have Ursa Minor. That was one of our favorites as well was Ursa Minor. Sometimes it's a little harder to find that one. I feel like Castle Danger is a little easier to obtain if you're looking for some uh, different types of craft beers to try, but I certainly like Castle Danger, and I'm sure with all the plethora of different beers that they have, you can probably find one too. Now it leads me into my next part of this. I am interviewing myself basically on this one kind of letting everyone know for those who are following or listening well just who the heck am I I mean as you probably learned throughout these last few weeks month ish um, you probably know a little bit about me but I wanted to dive in deep of who I who I am as a person my background and then a little bit about the podcasting and why the heck I'm doing it um because it is something that I have thoroughly enjoyed doing. I thought I would enjoy doing it as well, but uh, now that I've been doing it for, well, I've got about six interviews under my belt, and I got multiple other ones coming as well, and it's, it's been really fun. It's a joy uh, to do for myself. I love talking to people, and so um, I thought this would be kind of fun. I also enjoy beer, good beer, but again, as you may have seen from previous episodes, it's not just about beer, guys. Girls, it's about everything. We've already had on here, we've had, obviously, beer. We've had bourbon. We've had mead, which if you listen to that one, that one's interesting to see what mead is. But I am looking also for other people who want to share their interests in different alcoholic beverages. And... I have a love for going to breweries, so that's kind of where this whole concept started was I just enjoyed going to breweries. I discovered that, I think it was 2017, because that is when our local one here, Island City, opened up. And at first, I was like any first-time beer drinker who has never had anything remotely close to this type. So if you know... You have your standard beers out there that are easy to come by. You got your Bud Lights, your Miller Lights, Coors, so on and so forth. You know all the staple beers, the big ones out there. So when I first went into our local one, it was 
a shock to my taste buds. Let's just say that. This was a shock. Um, so much so, I was like, who would drink this? This is, this is something else. And for the first time beer drinker, anytime I ever take them to a place of a brewery, I say start with something that has a lower level of hoppiness because if you go in there and take, let's just say, a IPA like I'm drinking right now, you might go, ugh, this ain't for me, I am done. But I'm here to tell you, there are so many, so many different options out there that you can find something you most likely love or that you will like at least. So that being said, when I first walked in, I had sampled some and the flavor and the bitterness of some of them were just caught me off guard as they do most. So it took me a little while. Um, I started off with more of a sour type beer. Uh, the one that we had here in town was called the Berliner Weiss. And that was one that I liked at first. I loved it. That was the only one I would ever get when I went in there. But again, I didn't know much about beer at 2017. So we're only talking six, seven years ago when I actually got into this type of beer. So I went in there, didn't know at all what I was looking for. So I tried one that had the least amount of bitter on there. So if you know what that is, when you go to a brewery, most of them up on their list of whatever they have there, they will have something called IBU, and it's the International Bitters Unit. The one that has the lowest amount is going to leave you with the least amount of maybe aftertaste, and then they go all the way up to, as far as I know, 100. But I think the only one that I've had, or at least the one with the most, has been like 89 or 91. I can't remember. It's one of those two. But either way, the higher they go up, the more bitter they're going to be. So if you are first getting into this type of beer, stop when you get in, look at all the different ones, probably try something 20 IBU or less just to get acquainted with the taste because it does take a little bit to get used to it. But that being said, there's another part, which is the ABV. Most of you probably know what the ABV is, and that's just how much alcohol is within each drink. And as you know, if you drink hard liquor, like a vodka, a bourbon, whiskey, so on and so forth, those ones have a higher alcohol content within them. But as you know, you don't drink as much of it. It's either mixed with something or it's maybe on the rocks as we've had here so far. And usually you do like about a finger or two fingers and that's about all you drink. Whereas as you can see right here, in here this is a 12 ounce can. So I'm drinking more of it, but it's going to have less. However, some of those ones that can be higher content are around that 9% all the way down to about your four percenters as well. So I first went in there. I had no idea even what I was doing or looking for when I went in. So I tried the one that they said, this is a nice one. People love it. And that's what I did. And it was still a staple up there until this day. Um, they used to have a light one, which light beer, as you know, is like a Bud Light, Miller Light, Coors Light, as I said. That one is a lot easier to tolerate for those who are just starting this off. But as you get going, you'll eventually want to try other things. And there's such a variety of different types of beers out there. 
if you are into having beers, you know you have your lagers, your pilsners, stouts, IPAs like I'm drinking right now. There's just a lot of different varieties. And then they'll start mixing them together, which sometimes that is actually very fun. And you get a totally different taste. It's almost like the best of both worlds. So if you've ever had a black and tan beer, it's kind of like that where you mix them together. They kind of separate themselves, but they have a little bit of a different flavor together. But if you ever decide to go into a brewery, that would be my advice. Start down on the lower IBUs. Work your way up as you start enjoying them because it does take an acquired taste for that. But... As I said before, I am not trying to pigeonhole myself down into specifically beers, even though the title suggests that with Brews and Crews, it suggests beer, cars, and that's it. No, that is not what that is. That is just a concept. So for anyone that's watching, if you look, you can see in the background, this is a garage full of cars. I am not a mechanic. I could change my own oil, my own tire, and that's probably where it ends. But I have a love for the community of cars and the community of breweries. But I am also starting to enjoy other things outside of those, like the bourbons and other things. So that being said, my wife had a good idea. Why don't you just make up questions about what you want to ask yourself? And I said, I have a better idea. How about you make me some questions as if you're the viewer or the first time viewer of things you would want to know about me. So she did that. And I added a couple things that will might just kind of tie in with these as well. But I wanted to write down some, and that's why you might, if you're watching, you'll see, I got a notebook here. And the idea with this whole podcast was just to have fun. I wanted it to be as raw as possible. And what do I mean by raw? Well, raw. I listen to a lot of different podcasts. Some, um, they have more of a professional feel. They don't have that personal feel, I don't think. So I listen to a lot of different ones, like Joe Rogan. Obviously, you know he's a very professional, or sorry, a very popular one, but not as professional. It's very raw, what I like to say. And so what I mean by raw is you don't usually hear them cutting to make it sound pretty. It's just him, whoever he's got on, talking as if they are just hanging out together. It's not like an interview as if it was a professional interview, like a job interview, or you're trying to sell me on something. That's not what we're trying to do here. We're just trying to have fun, enjoy something that we possibly both like drinking. And as you've seen, I am one that is up for anything. I want that person to come on this podcast and tell me, this is my favorite drink. And then what I do is I go out and buy it. And then what we do is we have it and I learn about it. Because if that person that's on my show enjoys what they're having, they will talk about it. And I want to learn about it myself. Because again, I had no idea what breweries even consisted of until I started going and learning about it. One of the guys you might remember, uh, Paul Ebner, Daily Nightly, however you know him by. <laughs> too many different, too many different titles to go by. On episode three, he was one that taught me a lot about it. And we 
now have become great friends and we go all the time together to different places when he's available or free. Um, we go and we try different things out and if we are ever available, we'll try and get like a sampler pack of something that we've both never had. So it's always kind of fun, but he knows a lot about that as you may have remembered from that episode, episode number three. He was kind of in the background of some of these things. Um, so that's kind of fun to learn. I didn't know that he actually had helped them come up with a couple names and knew some of the backgrounds of where the ingredients come from. See, that's the kind of stuff I love to learn about. Where'd that come from? How'd that come about? And it's been very fun. So again, I'm drinking the Castle Danger and it's called the Aurora Haze and it's a lovely beer if you like IPAs. So let's get into these things. I got my notebook here. first question she said that I should ask myself is why I started a podcast. Well, I kind of touched on that just a little bit here. I started a podcast because for one, I love listening to them. I would listen to a podcast while driving over music any day. When it comes to listening to a podcast, some people go, oh, that's so boring. How could you drive and not, you know, how can you not fall asleep? For me, the opposite is quite true. I will fall asleep listening to the same songs over and over and over again. While when I listen to a podcast, I'm engaged with maybe their conversation. I might be learning something or just a great story that's being told on one of them that I like. Some of those ones that I really, really love listening to, again, is Joe Rogan. I like listening to him. I like listening to the Nelk Boys Depending on who their guest is, that's a really fun one for me. I know that's a very popular one. Armchair Expert with Dax Shepard is a fun one. Um, one of them that I really started li liking on that, um, on that podcast is just about every Friday they come out with, it's like an anonymous, they give out a topic and then people write in to them and then they interview them over the, the I think Zoom is my guess. But anyways, you have to hear kind of fun stories and then they're really good at asking questions and keeping the conversation going. When I listen to that one, it always feels like they are friends when they're talking to them, even though they might not be because of the fact you can't know everyone that's on your podcast personally. Um, but again, it always sounds really good, but it's clean cut and it sounds pretty professional. Some other ones that I like, there's other wrestling ones like uh, Chris Jericho's. I like listening to that one. That's a fun one. I know the big popular one nowadays is uh, with Travis and Jason Kelsey, but that one feels really raw. So I wanted to find, you know, what's the middle ground I can go with this? I want to find a middle ground of I want to be raw. So when you hear the beer being opened, you, you can hear that. When you hear the ice of in the background when we're drinking it, you can hear that. The ice when it's maybe being shook around, that's the fun part, I think. That's what keeps it raw. But also, I just enjoy talking to people. I enjoy being in front of someone or a camera if you're watching. Right now, I got, you know, the my phone, my iPhone's what's doing it right now, which is actually really those have come a long ways, but it looks fantastic. But I'm in front of a camera. I've always loved that. I've always loved being in front of people. And I noticed over the last year that I just love talking to people. Not only friends, because that's easy, but also people I don't know. And that's where I find that this could be a little challenging is 
when I have someone that I don't know real well, how is the interview going to go? Uh, today, I'm recording this one by myself. This was the one that I was the most nervous right now to record because I thought to myself, how am I going to keep this going for 45 minutes to an hour about myself or about things I like or why this all came about? And as I'm looking at my timer, I'm already at 20 minutes not even thinking about it. So this was the one I'm most nervous to do, but I am finding it very easy to talk to. What I'm doing right now is I'm just imagining that there's a bunch of people sitting behind the camera and I am talking to them at the moment like you are listening live. So that's the way I'm doing this, but I just love talking to people, learning about different things as well, and just having a fun time. And you know, the one thing that's fun is getting together with someone that I may know really well or not so well. It's a relaxing feel. It gives you an hour or two to ourselves, whether it's just me, because I'm the one that's doing this every week, <clears throat> excuse me, or the person that's here, maybe they've had a stressful week and now they're sitting here talking to me, having a fantastic time with an hour or two to themselves, just enjoying a beverage with me, whatever it might be, and just talking things out. Maybe it'll be like therapy for people. I don't know. But what I do hope is that this will eventually become more than just what it is. I remember I had this idea about, I want to say last spring, somewhere about like April area. It was, it was after a workout. I got done working out and I was like, man, I love listening to podcasts. Why don't I start one? And then, I mean, that's the easy part. Why don't I start one? But then again, where do you go with it? So I always sat down and I always thought about it. I'm like, what are things that I love? Because as people say, you know, do something on something you love. I don't have to have a lot of knowledge on it. As I've told you already before in this, I don't know the mechanics of a car much. The very basics, yes. But the love for it is what I like. And that's where I think this can be successful. The opposite's true for maybe the drink I'm having. Maybe I don't know much about it. And then maybe there's going to be some that I will know a ton about. So I came up with that concept of what do I love? Well, I love going to breweries. I love being around things with motors, basically. So I had to come up with something, and brews and crews is what I came up with in my mind that made the most sense. I don't think brews and motors would have... That doesn't have a good ring to it. It doesn't come off your tongue well, so I don't know. So Bruise and Cruise is what it came up to, although it's not just about that. So what if I would have said alcohols and cruise? Well, I don't flow off either, just saying it right now. So the whole concept was I have a garage full of cars and motorcycles and things of that nature, and I love going to breweries. So how can I mash these two together? Well, I can ask the person that wants to come on, what is your favorite beverage? If I said, hey, one beverage, what are we having? Give me that one. I'll go and get it. And that's what we do. So then about October rolled around. I was on my honeymoon with my wife. <clears throat> and I started talking to her about it. And she's the most supportive person I could have ever asked for. Um, she 
kind of always brainstormed with me and I said, man, just thinking off the top of my head right now, I could have five or six episodes without even thinking. And that's exactly what I've done so far. The first five episodes, six ones about to come out. And they are just, they are just so easy. And I'm like, man, I got those right there. But now I got others actually on top of that that are going to release after this one. So I thought to myself, man, if I can just find five or six, you know, that's a good start. But then I started diving deeper into the whole podcast world situation. I'm like, okay, what happens if I don't have someone? What happens if I don't have something lined up? So when it came to about the end of October is when I started purchasing the equipment that you see. If you've been watching lately, you notice that my booms are slightly different. It's all trial and error, guys. So I had bought the best microphones I thought are out there. From watching podcasts, I noticed that the Shures seemed like the way to go. I didn't know anything about equipment. I had no knowledge of this. So everything I did was a little bit of research from YouTube and just from listening and watching the podcast that I love right now. When I bought the equipment, I was expecting just a huge number of dollars I was going to have to spend. Turns out it doesn't cost as much as I expected. My whole entire setup that I bought with the other two booms that you may have saw, um, I think I spent 750 bucks only on it. And I'm sitting there thinking, oh, it's going to cost me a couple grand. I don't know what microphones cost. I've never researched it. So then I did that. And I think I bought the best ones possible. For whenever I play back the stuff to the people that come on, they go, man, that just that sounds just like what I hear on, on any other podcast that I listen to. So that was my whole thing is I got to have content, obviously, but I also need to have the right equipment. So I did my brainstorming. I did my research over the end of October. And when I did, I finally bought it. I got it. Started playing around with it a little bit. And I listen to my voice on it. I don't like the way my voice sounds ever. So I don't know if they can make me sound better, but I don't like the way my voice sounds. But the quality that comes out of it sounds like what I hear. So that was the first step. Then I, you know, I did some research on where, to, where do you put this on? How do, how do I put it on there? And you know, from my research, because I put it on something called rss.com. And I don't know if that's the best thing I'm doing, um, but what it does, it's like a, it's a, like a one-stop shop, and you can distribute it out to all the major different podcast places. So Spotify, Apple, Samsung, you know what I'm talking about. Doing all that research, now I've realized that Spotify seems to be number one, and Apple Podcasts is around number two. I don't know if there's any more that are more popular, but I know those are the two that I listen to them on. And from what the analytics say when it comes back every week, that's about the most popular. Spotify one, Apple podcast number two. Spotify, I can understand because of the fact that it's an app. Whereas Apple, you have to an Apple phone. So you can't get Apple podcasts as far as I know unless you have the Apple iPhone, which I have. So that's the one that I always find the easiest to do my research on when I'm looking for something new to listen to. It's just really cut clean in my mind. But Spotify, it looks like takes number one. So got all my equipment. 
I already had in my mind, why not do a video at the same time? So I'm on the forums on Facebook like most everybody else is and just did some research and someone wrote on there. I can't remember. I didn't even ask the question. It was something along the lines of where, where do you put it? What apps? What are the best? Is video better? Is audio better? And why, I remember reading one response. I don't even remember who it was from. But they said, why not do it on both? Don't cut your audience off in one section. So yeah, some people, they might want to watch a podcast. Maybe they're at work and they have it on the background on YouTube. So if you watch on YouTube, you know what it looks like. I would like to think that I have a really, really cool background. And it is real. I had someone ask me, is that a green screen behind you? Nope. That's all real. Those cars back there are real. That bar over there, that's real as well. And going back to the whole rawness of it, if you watched one of my episodes or two of the episodes, I want to say it was episode three and two, I actually walked back there and grabbed a glass. So when I'm talking about that rawness, you see me go back and grab that glass. You see me walk back with that glass. You see us pour that. It's not professional in the sense of, let's do all these edits, let's do all these cuts. That's not what I really want for this. I want you to watch me walk back, grab the glasses if I don't have them. Watch me make the mistakes. That's okay. Watch us be ourselves. I'm not trying to be something I'm not. So I don't want to come across as that during the podcast. So I did that. And then I said, well, I definitely got to get it on the major ones because I listen to Spotify and I listen to Apple. I didn't realize also there's many different types of podcast uh, apps out there for this. But there are. And I'm on some of the other ones. But I don't know if focusing just specifically on the Spotify and Apple is the best way to go. But that's the ones I kind of have been caring about the most. Because looking at the analytics, a very small sliver of the graphs that I look at are coming from the other venues of, or the other, whatever you want to call them, transportation areas of podcasting. So those are the, that's why I started this podcast. I started it because I love talking. <laughs> I love being in front of a camera, for those who are watching. And I just love talking to people about different things. So now, who am I? What am I? Well... I am someone that is an only child from Winona, Minnesota. And if you don't know where Winona, Minnesota is, go look at the very lower right-hand corner of Minnesota, right on the river. You will see a smaller town. We're 35,000-ish people. You will see we are right on the Mississippi River, which is amazing for the summers for sure. But if you don't know where that is, Look for La Crosse, Wisconsin, which is just south of us by about 20 miles on the map. You can barely tell that we're hardly across from each other. Or, if you don't know where that's at, you probably know of Mayo Hospital, and that's in Rochester, Minnesota. And Rochester, Minnesota is just 40 miles west on I-90 from us. So, if you look between La Crosse, Wisconsin on the map and Rochester, you will find Winona, Minnesota eventually. So I am based in Minnesota. Minnesota is a really unique state, as in we get a lot of different types of weather. Um, one day it could be 50 degrees and sunny, and the next day we could have a snowstorm and school's canceled. So that's where I'm from. Um, I have I, both my parents. They are 
I'm still alive. And my mom is retired. She was, she worked out at one of our local banks here in town for many years. And before that, she was also in the offices at a place called the Winona Knitting Mills, who made a lot of different sweaters around the whole entire world. Some you may know, uh, because if I remember right, I was told that Mr. Rogers wore one in one of his episodes. And then I have my dad, who is a lot of different jobs. <laughs> uh, he's a tax accountant, and we also do real estate together. We have a two-man real estate company called Jacobson Real Estate here in town. It's just him and I in the office. He's the broker. I'm the agent. It works out well. And he's also a landlord or a property owner, however you think of it as, as am I. Um, so I guess I have some of that from my dad as well. I think I get a little bit of my personality from both of them, though. Um, the interviewing, the talking to people, that definitely comes from my mom's side. I think my humor sometimes does as well, but I think it comes from both both parents. And then also being in multiple different avenues of income, because I teach, I'm a school teacher, I'm a real estate agent. I'm a landlord or a property owner. I now doing podcasting. Some of you know that on the side, I do um, professional wrestling. And that's a whole nother story. And if you listen to the episode with Paul Daly Knightley Ebner, you know that I have been doing that. And I've been doing that since 2012. So I've been doing that for quite a while. It's not a full-time gig. It doesn't pay the bills by any means. But, again, as I've stated, <laughs> I love being in front of people. A live audience is something you can't replicate. While I'm here having fun doing this in front of a camera, I don't get a reaction. So for those who go from professional wrestling like The Rock to Hollywood, he probably knows the difference of a huge high of big reaction from a crowd all the way down to acting in front of a camera and a crew who most likely aren't giving you that instant feedback of what we call a pop. So when you do something well, the crowd goes nuts. That's called a pop. Well, in sitting here, I'm not going to get a crowd reaction, but I still love doing it, and it's just a different type of entertainment. I've always loved being in the entertainment world. I always tell people, if I know what I knew now, I probably would have went to school, not for teaching, but probably for theater and film. Um, I didn't know I actually liked doing this type of stuff until it was after I was done with college. I went to the University of Northern Iowa, so shout out to them. Kurt Warner, if you don't know, went there. He graduated. He's a Hall of Fame quarterback in the NFL. And it's in a small town called Cedar Falls, Iowa, which is right next to another town you might know, Waterloo, Iowa. Anyways, back to that. After I graduated there with my degree in physical education and health minor and an endorsement in coaching, I moved down to Atlanta, Georgia to pursue professional wrestling um, because around our area up here, Although it used to be very big and popular up here, not as much as it used to be back in the, I would say the late 70s, early 80s with AWA. 
So I moved down to Atlanta, Georgia for a couple of years, trained down there under a, a guy named Curtis Hughes. He had multiple different things, uh, aliases, I would like to say, but he was in the WWE. So I figured if I'm going to try to make something of this, I'm going to go get trained by someone that's reputable down in Atlanta, Georgia, because he was in the WWE. And some of those people that he had trained um, are now out there right now. Uh, one of the big popular ones is Apollo Crews. He's a big name out there. He's still, as far as I know today, he is still working for WWE. He might not have as big of a role as he did before, but still shows he produces talent. So I went down there and trained for that. So when it comes to that, acting and athleticism all come in together. Although the bumping sucks, I really like the acting or playing a character. Playing a character for me is kind of fun or just doing something that's outside of your body. That is fun for me. And I didn't realize I liked that until I went down for wrestling. So now if I went even deeper into that, I would say if I had to choose a career that I would have loved to go after prior, knowing what I know now, it probably would have been acting. I love acting. I like being in front of a camera. It's just fun for me. I don't know why, but I like to make my own conclusion as to why that is. Going back to my childhood, I am an only child. The way I always think of that is you can go one of two ways, I think, with this. You can be an only child and be very shy or an only child and very outgoing. I think I'm the second one of those, the outgoing portion is what I believe that I am probably known for more than being shy for anyone that knows me personally. <clears throat> I love being the center of attention and it probably comes with the fact that I was the only child. But even further into that, I was the only grandchild on my mom's side for the first seven years of my life. So not only was I an only child, but I was also the only grandchild on one side of my family for seven years of my life. So did I get spoiled? Absolutely. I will not <laughs> deny that I have been spoiled with lots of things, um, which I always was always, always greatly appreciative of. And just until the last few years, I had all four grandparents still. I had all four of them. Now, three of them have passed away in the last three years, but being thankful that I had them all the way into my early 30s, not everyone gets to say that. And I was pampered by grandpa and grandma on both sides, for sure. Probably more so on my mom's side, since I was the only one for the longest time. I went on trips with my grandpa. I went on a, this is funny. When I was seven, they took me to Las Vegas. <laughs> and I bet most people go, what the heck are they taking to Las Vegas for a seven-year-old? Well, that didn't matter. Uh, we had a great time. It was me and my two grandparents. And that was in 1990, I want to say 94, summer of 94, they took me out there. So my grandparents were born in 28 and 29. That made them, you know, roughly in their 60s, 70s. And I'm seven years old, hanging out with them. And we had a fantastic time. We still have photos of all that. So we had a good time. And yeah, I was spoiled for sure. But there was more to do out there than I think people understood as for a kid nowadays you can go on and look and see there's plenty to do there as a child but we took a trip out there by car 
So not only did we drive there, we drove back. That's a long ways if anybody knows. So I like to think that's probably where I got my outgoingness from and maybe that center of attention. Be it what people think or want to maybe say about it. Um, it is who I am. I like the center of attention, whether it's positive or negative. It's fine if you don't like it. It's fine if you love it. So where I am sitting right now is the garage that my dad had purchased. Um, I want to say it was in 2017 or 18. I don't remember off the top of my head specifically. But we bought this place. And as you can see, it's filled with neons and cars. But the owner before this had it similarly decorated. But we've added to it. And we've just specifically had cars in it. The guy before us actually had cars. But he also had like old boat motors, antiques, and things like that. So we acquired this from him. And the place that he has now is just, it's crazy. Um, if you don't know what it is, you can look it up online. They do auto auctions there for classic cars and other things as well. They do other cars as well or motorcycles. But it's called RemlingerAuctions.com. You can look it up and you'll see the place that he has now. It's pretty cool. It's big. But this place is also awesome as well. We've added a lot of neons to it since. And my dad's done some work to it, but I don't want to give away what he's all done because he is going to be a guest on one of the episodes and I'd rather him go into all the details of everything he put into this rather than me give that all away right now. So what I enjoy about doing this podcasting, now that you know why I did it, I'm just doing this now, six episodes in, this being the seventh, I have enjoyed getting to talk to people, relaxing with people, and just having a drink like you would normally do on any other maybe weekend or day of the week, you might go and have a beer with a friend or go over and play cards and have a drink, you know, with families or whatever it might be. This is no different. This is, this is all it was ever meant to be is just let's hang out, let's have a drink, and let's just talk. And it, we don't even have to have any sort of list of what we want to talk about. So I've enjoyed just getting to know people that I know even better but what I'm also enjoying is all listening, or not listening, but learning different podcasts and now listening to them in a different light. I now listen to some of these podcasts as if I am studying them, not just listening to for the content, but listening to how they interact with their guests or how they pers uh, pursue a conversation with someone. That's what I have um, loved about doing this, along with learning how to advertise, and building a website on GoDaddy. You can go to that as well. It's called brewsandcruisepodcast.com. And that is, that'll take you to all the major, the three major sources of where this podcast is located. Spotify, Apple iTunes podcast, and also YouTube. So if you go on brewsandcruisepodcasting.com, you can scroll down, it'll take you right to it, it'll show you the latest episodes and all that. So if you ever want to check that out, it makes it real simple to find the episodes. But I've enjoyed learning how to do that, and with that, learning how to use Canva. Now I knew what Canva was prior to this, but I didn't know this is where most people are getting their digital advertising and building it themselves. So not only am I learning that, but I'm also getting to be creative, because there is a part of me that likes doing some creative art, artistic type work. 
not in detail like most people that maybe do painting or drawing or whatever it might be. That being making things look professional, engaging, and just that's where all my things have come from. From the podcast um, episode, little graphic, to the podcast graphic of the whole entire series, to the intro video or whatever you see on YouTube that first, when you click on it, I don't even know what you call it, thumbnail. Those are all created by me every single time I do one of these. Um, so I'm learning how to do that. And not only that, I'm also doing it now for real estate. So it's really kind of fun because now I'm building my audience a little bit more in real estate, making things look professional, whether it's advertising for myself, for the company, for my listings, whatever it might be. I've actually really enjoyed doing all that. So what are some challenges for me? Well, I said earlier for me, one of the challenges is going to be doing interviews by myself sometimes, but finding out right now, I feel like I'm doing a decent job. I'm looking at my screen right now and I see that I'm in 45 minutes in. And I thought to myself, am I going to be able to do 45 minutes to an hour of myself? Turns out, I guess I can talk about myself or to myself <laughs> a little bit easier than I thought. That's one of the challenges. The other challenge is when I get a guest that I don't know that well or don't know at all, that might be some of the challenges I have to deal with. But now when I'm talking to these people, I find that I think it's going to be easier than I thought. And why do I say that? Well, I say that because for one, I don't know the person, so talking to them is going to be very easy because I'm going to ask them questions about them that I have no idea about. I think the second part that's going to be challenging for me is keeping it within a reasonable length. So reasonable length. <clears throat> for me, that's tough. I don't know what the reasonable length is. For me, when I'm listening to a podcast, I love it to be long. If it's something I enjoy listening to, the longer the better for me. But I've also heard from other people, keep it to an hour. I heard someone else say, keep it under two hours because... <laughs> That is, I listen to it during this part of my day, so I love it when it's two hours long. So I'm thinking anywhere between an hour or two will be fantastic. So that's kind of where I'm going. But again, trial and error. Those are my main challenges. Another challenge I think is going to be making sure I always have interviews lined up. I don't know celebrities, so it's going to be tough for me to get a celebrity on, at least for now. I, that would be a great goal for me to have but making sure that I keep my content coming out weekly. My whole goal is every Monday, and I hope I can keep it that way. Another goal would also be doing this so often that I have two episodes a week. Monday, Thursday would be my ideal. Whether it happens or not, I don't know. But I love doing this so far, and so I think one of the challenges is going to be if I ever get into a rut of not finding someone, well, going back to that first challenge I talked about, which is talking about myself or something that I know, that's probably going to have to be one of those things where I fill it in. Or having guests on for a part two episode, one of those is coming up, but bringing guests back as well. So those are my challenges is finding guests that are willing to sit down and talk to me, willing to sit down for an hour or two have a drink, and discuss who they are. Not everyone likes to talk about themselves, and I get that. 
So why I like interviewing and talking about people is another question that my wife said I should touch on. Well, I like interviewing and talking to people for what I just said. Learning about them. Learning about someone gives yourself and the listeners a different view of whatever they are doing or going through in their life, whether it's their business, whether it's their personal life. Hearing about it from a different perspective is always, always a good thing to do, whether you agree with them or not, because we know how that goes in the world these days. But hearing it from a different perspective, learning about someone, learning about their background, finding things in common that I didn't even know I had with some of the first interviews that I had was really cool. So much so that I have to stop myself from asking asking questions while they're answering a question. That's another challenge, going back to the challenges. I've listened to my each episode so far to myself. It's really kind of weird listening to myself interview people, but it goes along with learning. I got to learn how to conduct an interview, not cut someone off mid-sentence. And I know I've done that, so that's all part of the learning curve. But I always have these questions coming up in my head as they're asking questions, and I don't want to forget them. So that's where that comes off. Another thing I say a lot between sentences or questions is, so, and I just caught myself saying it again like 10 seconds ago. So learning how to speak in a manner that isn't repetitive because one thing that always annoys the hell out of me is when people say like, like I did like this and like it was like awesome and like I hate when I hear that. It sounds like people don't know how to conduct a sentence. So I don't ever, oh, right there, so. so <laughs> I don't want to do that. So I'm going to learn how to not do that as well. So that comes down to the next next point of who do I want on this podcast? Well, I want everyone on this podcast. I don't care if you know about drinks. I don't care if you know about cars, motorcycles, boats. I don't care if you know anything about that. I want people that want to sit down, relax, have a conversation with me, or someone that wants to maybe talk about their business, draw more business into them. I'm not saying it's going to happen right now because from what I can understand and looking at the analytics, I have about 350 subscribers after the first month. So I don't know if people are going to be able to boost their business or plug something and it's going to get huge following because you're on this, but I want people that want to come on and maybe love what they do or love talking about whatever that topic is. I can always relate things back to cars, motorcycles, boats. That's easy. I can always relate things back to having a beverage that's simple. Because as you know, think about yourself. What kind of cars did I have when I was growing up? What do I, what did I, what did my parents have? What do I have now? What do I love? You can always relate it back to something like that. That's easy. That's the simple part. So I want guests that want to come on and just talk, relax, have fun. I'll, I'll do most of the majority of talking. I always tell people, don't be nervous to come on. Don't worry about if you don't know these things. I will ask you questions. All you have to do is just respond. And once we get going, it is never failed so far in the first six episodes. 
that we can go for an hour and a half to two hours very easily. So I like to think to myself, maybe I'm doing a great job, and hopefully that is the case. Or maybe we just have that much to talk about. It would be really fun, don't get me wrong, to get some sort of celebrities on here. But for the moment, where I'm at now, I don't think I'm going to be able to do that. Because I would love not doing an interview over Skype or FaceTime, whatever it might be. I want them sitting right there where everybody else is. Because there's a difference talking face-to-face than over a computer. And everyone knows that after the pandemic. Everyone knows going through Zoom calls stinks. Going through FaceTimes stinks. It's better than nothing. But that face-to-face conversation, that's what I like. And maybe I'm old school when it comes to that. Maybe that's why I love that. But I would love them here. I want them here so we can talk, cheers each other, whatever it is. That's always the best interaction, I think. My wife also told me that I need to get a little bit more female presence on this. I agree. So if there's anyone out there that feels passionate about, hey, I want to come on. I got something I want to talk about. Or I got something that's interesting. Or... I just want to relax and have a good night, fun time. I am always trying to schedule these interviews on times that work out for people the best. It usually seems like it's obviously a weekend night because you're not working most likely. But I'm always open to Tuesday night. That's fine. That's what works for you best. I can make that happen. Don't worry about that. So going with that, there I am saying so again. I want to have everyone on here that wants to just talk. Female presence, I would like that as well. So if you're a female out there wanting to talk, come on. By all means, you know how to contact me. I got the website, bruisingcruisepodcast.com. Or there's also the Facebook page. You can always send me a message, and I'll respond to you. Um, but I do have some lined up. I have some people, so I want to get that, uh, that female presence down. My only female so far on was my wife on episode one, where she was wrapped up in a blanket. Kind of funny. I mean, this is a garage. This is a real garage. This isn't like a museum of any sort. It might look like one sometimes, but we have an active garage here. These cars do come out, not that often, mine more so than my dad's, but we do have cars going in and out during the summers. I take my cycles out. I take my cars out as much as I possibly can during those times. We host parties here. That's another thing I want to get into is we host parties here. We just had... um, If anybody watches WWE, we just had a Royal Rumble party, but it was also a mixture party of a birthday party for my good friend Paul Ebner Daily Nightly, episode three, if you ever need to go back and look at it. These people are my friends that come on here a lot. Um, So we had a party here. It's awesome. We had like 40 or 50 people here. So much fun. I love hosting parties too. That's another thing. I like hosting. And that's maybe why I like doing this. I'm hosting. I'm the host. You put me in front of a crowd of people with a microphone, I will just talk. I will have fun talking, and I will try to make light of it. My improv skills could probably use a little bit of touching up because I've never done it. But you give me a microphone, give me a crowd, I will host, and I love doing it too. So hosting parties is fun for me. This is a fantastic place, but it is also a real garage. So we have heat going on right now. That's why I'm not shivering. It's February. But my wife was on here with the blanket. It was a little chilly that night. The heat wasn't working as well as it does now. We just put a second system in here, so we have more heat, more um, air flowing through here. So you can see that we are not freezing as much anymore in the winters, but it is an active garage. So we do these types of things. 
we have to turn the heat on in the winters. In the summer, we got AC. Might be sweating on those ones. Who knows if you're watching, but if you're not watching, it doesn't matter. But that being said, this is an active garage where we have to heat it in the winters. We have to cool it in the summers if we're having parties. We're going to host a Super Bowl party here in about a, well, it's a week from tomorrow when I'm recording this. So when this comes out, it'll be the day after the Super Bowl. I don't know who's going to win. My guess is probably the Chiefs just because they have the um, they have the veterans, the Super Bowl winners still on the team, some of them at least, that know how to handle the pressure. 49ers, I think, will put up a good fight, but I think it's still going to be the Chiefs, and that's okay. They are doing a fantastic job. They had a heck of a season where I didn't think they were going to go to the Super Bowl, and now that they're there, they probably know how to handle themselves a little better than the 49ers. And then we're also going to do um, – a WrestleMania party. If anybody watches WWE, you know WrestleMania is like the Super Bowl of wrestling. We'll have another party then too. We like to do, um, it's not gambling. It's uh, we, we do like a prediction sheet. And the more you get right, the more points you get. And then we put our money into a pot. It's usually like a $5 buy-in. And then the, the winner gets a portion of it. Second place gets a portion. And third place gets a portion. I took third during the Royal Rumble one. I don't watch it that often, the product anymore. Uh, but I, I guess I took third. Um, but yeah, we do WrestleMania party. That's kind of fun. It's always fun when we have our parties. Every you know, depending on what we're doing, you get a different crowd of people. I have friends from so many different backgrounds, so many different avenues of things that I enjoy because I enjoy a wide variety of different things. I like to think, um, obviously, the cars, um, motorcycles. Even when you break down things that go vroom, motorcycles, cars, boats, each one of those has like its own little subcategory of enthusiasts. And even just breaking that down, I like all of those things. And then you can break it down to people that like alcohols, to people that like breweries, people that like wineries, people that like distilleries. You break that down to subcategories, and I love a, just so many different things. I have... I have a weird, I don't, not weird, I guess. I just have a lot of different things that I really, really enjoy. I like to dip my feet or my toes into a bunch of different things, and I, I enjoy it. And I meet a lot of people that way, too. And I think that still comes back with the podcasting thing. I love being around different types of people and learning about why they love what they love or why they do what they do. So those are things um, that we are going to talk about. So what am I trying to provide for my audience I'm trying to provide something that is easy for you to listen to. Something that is entertaining, maybe. Maybe you're going to learn something. But most of all, you're going to be able to relax and just enjoy it. We're not going to probably get into anything that controversial. That's not what this is about. This is about to take your mind off of your daily grind of whatever that is. Whether it's politics, you know, you can get into that and... Boy, then you start getting yourself into separation of people. That's not that great. I would rather have a debate about what car is better because at the end of the day, we both love cars. Or is a Harley better than an Indian motorcycle? I would rather have that conversation and that debate because at the end of the day, we both just love to ride. Same with boats. I got this boat. I got that boat. But what do we all love to do? We love enjoying the river, the water, the atmosphere of being with boats or being in the summer 
whatever it might be. So those are the kinds of things that are supposed to be easy. And I've actually had a couple people contact me and they said, man, I just, you know, I didn't really know what to expect from your podcast, but it's so easy to listen to. And that's what I want to provide for my audience. And if you learn something, fantastic. I want good stories, all right? Because I think when we listen to our podcast, whatever one you love, maybe it's this one, maybe it's a major one like I've announced, you're usually probably listening for the story. Unless it's specifically a podcast about learning. Because you have those ones out there. Some other ones that I really love to listen to is How I Built This. That one's good, but I'm learning something on that one. Um, There's other ones like the Ramsey podcast. That's really popular. You're learning how to manage money. There's bigger pockets. That's another one. You're learning something. Then you have your other ones like, you know, the Kelsey's, New Heights. Um, You have Joe Rogan. You might not be learning, but you're probably listening for the stories. And I think that's what makes things fun, having entertaining stories. And you will eventually probably find something that resonates with you. I don't listen to every single episode of every single podcast that I love. I only listen to the ones that are going to engage me. And that's probably why I listen to so many. So yes, I do download, you know, I subscribe to some of them, but I also know that that helps them out with their viewerships. So I also like that. Also, if you want to like, subscribe, follow, that would be fantastic. Just a little plug there. But I don't listen to every single one that comes downloaded onto my phone. I listen to the ones that are going to be engaging for myself. And that's probably what you're going to do on this one. You're not going to love every single episode and that's okay. But hopefully you do find something that you will eventually find yourself to say, yeah, you know, that's a topic that, that I am very interested in. Some of those topics that we have coming up here, um, these are going to be interesting ones. And you've seen the past ones. If you've listened, you've, learned a little bit about craft brewing. You've learned that I'm a wrestler. Uh, you learn maybe some a little behind the scenes stuff. That's the kind of stuff I love is behind the scenes things. Oh, just love it. If you can give me a behind the scenes story, I'm a sucker for it. Um, but we got other things coming up. We have, uh, I got a couple guys that are into trading cards, sports cards, as was I in, um, when I was a kid. And it's becoming a thing again. It's uh, becoming a really popular thing again. And so much so, I found myself buying a couple packs of cards lately. So I still have that. I'm a big fan of memorabilia, of sports, entertainment. I just, there's something about memorabilia. It's got a story behind it. It's always so much fun to talk about. And that's kind of the same thing with cars. You have cars. You maybe bought it for a reason. Maybe grandpa had one, and I remember that when I was a kid, or my parents had that. I mean, one of mine we talked about on episode number one with my wife, the black Challenger that's in the back. Not sure if you can see it, but it's a 2009 Dodge Challenger SRT with a six-speed in it. That was our first date. She never wants me to get rid of that car, even though I don't get emotionally attached to vehicles. She said, I can never get rid of that one. I said, not even a black one with a Hellcat engine in it? Nope, it's got to be that specific one. So there's stories behind everything, and I think that's what makes things so much fun when it comes to trading cards or cars or whatever, just life in general. There's a story behind something. Some people collect coins. Maybe I'll get a coin collector on. That would be really fun too. But uh, learning about all walks of life, I think, is the best thing. But not getting into controversial topics, that's not necessary. If you want to hear that kind of stuff, there's podcasts out there for that. You 
are coming to listen to me or watch this one, hopefully to relax, take your mind off your daily life and grind of maybe things that are not going so well in life and just enjoying this for what it is, which is just a conversation with a friend. And I'm hoping in the future, people that I don't even know. So the other thing I want to uh, touch on before I end this one is as this is going, I appreciate feedback, whether negative or positive. If you hate this, you can tell me you hate it. If you love me, you can tell me you love it. But give me a why. Give me the reason why you're loving it. Give me the reason why you hate it. Maybe there's something you want to hear. I would love viewer questions. Viewer questions would be just ideal. So that way, when you tune in, you might hear a question that you had something about. Maybe it's about me. Maybe it's about a past guest I had. I can touch on those things. That's not a problem. So my goal, I think, one of the biggest goals I have this year is to make sure that the content stays um, consistent. Like I said, every Monday is my goal to have something come out once a week. I feel like if you get off of the consistency, you're probably going to lose your viewers. I don't want to lose my viewers at all or listeners, whatever it might be. I want those people to say, yep, okay, it's Monday morning. Bruising Cruise is out. Yep, it's right there because I know I do the same thing on the ones that I listen to. When it comes to that, that's my one of my goals. I don't know what my viewer subscriber goal should be. I haven't really researched that. But after five episodes, it says on the analytics, I have about 350 subscribers. I don't know if that's good. I don't know if it's bad. I guess I thought if I had 1,000 subscribers by the end of the year, so 52 episodes in, that would probably be a good number. I don't know. But I was always, I always hear the quotes and the sayings of, if you love it, the money will come and the success will eventually come too. If you're just doing it for one or the other, most likely you're going to fall in love with it. As of right now, I am loving doing this. This is definitely a side. I'm not getting paid to do this. I'm just here having fun with friends, with you hopefully as well as the listener. Um, and I am just having a good time talking. I didn't think I could go an hour and six minutes, and here I am an hour and six minutes in just discussing this small little sheet of questions that my wife came up with. These aren't even questions that I have. These are questions that she mainly came up with, and I think I threw in two things. Talk about the garage and enjoying the advertising portion of this and building a website. That was the only two that I added in there. So there's only about six, seven questions that she said that I should touch on. And here I am, hour and six minutes into it. And I could probably keep going, but I'm going to eventually stop this and maybe I just do a part two. But yeah, my goal is keep the content coming, get new people in here with different backgrounds. Everything I think is just, it's really good to have a different, a whole wide variety, plethora of different topics because someone's going to want to learn about something different than the other person's going to. I hope every time I ask the person, what do they want to have the beverage of their choice? I hope it's something I've never had before because then that way it's all new to me. And I get to talk about, well, how the heck did you find this? You know why I have Aurora Haze in my hand today? But when someone else comes on, I like to be like, where did you come up with that? Why did you like that? And then they can talk about that. And that's what makes it so much more fun. And I get to learn too. So some of those goals I have is keep the viewership coming. I don't know how to do that without just continuing to do that, but I will research. Keep the content fresh, hopefully. 
and just to have fun. So again, I really appreciate you guys tuning in this week. Uh, this is the me, myself, and I. Uh, I'm interviewing myself kind of through my wife's eyes or hopefully maybe even from a viewer's eyes of, hey, that that's good. Yeah, I didn't know that. It's good to learn about who the host is as a background. Um, so those are some things. Maybe I do a part two on this. Maybe I get more questions, but it would be really fun if you guys threw in some questions or sent some questions to me. It would make it really fun for me to answer those for some people. Uh, but again, Please, if you are feeling so inclined to, please subscribe, like, leave a five-star review on the things that you can, thumbs up, whatever it might be. From what I can understand in my research, that's what makes things successful, and I would love to make this really, really successful, but it only comes with your guys' support, so if you are feeling so inclined again, like, subscribe, comment, positive reviews, anything. And again, I'm open to criticism as well. If you have something you think that I need to work on or maybe something that would just make this better, please send that to me. I would love to hear that because I can only get better from failure. And failure is that, cr uh, that criticism that's constructive, not just you suck. <laughs> that doesn't help me out. If I suck, why do I suck? If I'm doing great, why is it great? What are, what are those things? So that's where I'm going to leave this at this week. Um, please tune in every Monday, whether it's YouTube or Spotify or Apple, iTunes podcast, or any other one that you're listening to. Please keep listening. I want to keep putting out content. This has been very fun for me for the first month. And we will see you next week on another episode of Bruising Cruise. Cheers. <laughs>